Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Rick Tittle. then what's going on united states of america what you got we're here to talk sports i know what i got rick tittle with you coast to coast border to border and around the world on the american forces radio network what's your force 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to get in and i'll talk about any sport that you would like football basketball baseball hockey Soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, Quidditch, all about chess checkers, rugby, cricket. We'll do it together at the toll-free line, 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. That's what gets you in, and that's what gets you heard, heard all over America. Just trying to twitch these, uh, twitch, the twitch cameras is what I was trying to do, and that's, uh, fitting. All right. Yeah, we're on Twitch, twitch.tv, the app. You can go to Twitch, a search for Sports Byline USA, and there I am resplendent in a uh, Tottenham Hotspur shirt and some uh, reading glasses. Everybody's dream look. And uh, you can participate on the stream chat. This show's about you. It really is. Because you can call me up anytime you want, 1-800-878-PLAY, and get in and get heard. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app. This is a, what was last night? There was, um, oh yeah, debate. You won't hear anything about that. It's just sports. Although an eclectic mix of guests. Lyle Lovett, country singer, Billy Ripken, former uh, baseball player and pundit. We have Tim Allen, the comedian. Remember him, Home Improvement. He's got another show going on right now. And uh, also we have Carlos Mendez, or Menge, as they say in Portuguese. He's the head coach of the Cosmos. But your call's 1-800-878-PLAY. The Twitter's at Rick Tittle. Come on back.
This is Jesse's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. As a nurse, not making it to work was not an option. But driving through the snow with my wiper blades struggling, I just didn't feel safe. So I pulled into O'Reilly Auto Parts, and before I knew it, an employee was offering to install the wiper blades on my car. I got to stay out of the snow for a moment, and I still made it to work on time. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Nobody thinks twice about getting a second opinion on a doctor or a lawyer. But what about when you need somebody to work on your home, like an electrician, landscaper, or plumber? Somebody doing major work on your pipes definitely calls for a second opinion. So next time you get a recommendation on a pro, get a second opinion at Angie's List. As the authority on local pros, we offer thousands of reviews, plus business info, offers, and photos. Just go to Angie'sList.com. Hey, you want to feel great about who you're hiring, and we second that opinion. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Hey, so are you the type of guy that wants to look put together, but doesn't want to spend hours at the mall finding new clothes? So you can look great at the office, on the road, or even just on the weekend with friends and family? I hear you. This is why there's Stitch Fix, your personal styling service that delivers hand-picked clothes right to you. Stitch Fix is simple. Sign up in just a few minutes. Tell them about the brands that work for you, and even let them know what types of styles you prefer. Stitch Fix is convenient. You get great clothes delivered right to you, so you can try new styles on in the comfort of your own home and make a decision without any pressure. And Stitch Fix is on your terms and priced to match your budget. There's no subscription required ever. Keep what you want and send back anything you don't. So, isn't it time you got it all together? Get started today at stitchfix.com. Stitch Fix, personal styling for men, women, and kids. Stitch Fix, personal styling for everybody. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. All righty then, we got something going on. Yeah, that's right. How about uh, this first couple segments is all about y'all's and your calls. So get in the queue, we will talk to you. I was like that springy kabong. Here, listen. Bong, bong, bong. Can you hear that? It's great radio, Rick. Well, the NFL is being called greedy today. You're greedy. I don't think it's greedy. Wait, how about that? That's pretty good, too. I like that. 
It's better than the actual content of this show. But NFL owners are meeting today in New York to discuss a wide range of topics, including a new CBA. And there will be no sort of vote. At least Jason Lockenfora of CBS says there won't be a vote. But it remains possible that the CBA might actually get done at the Combine next week. The players will also go along with this new idea of a 17-game schedule, and yes, that's what they want. If the owners agree to fulfill some other requests, such as fewer training camp days, fewer regular season practices, but the regular season isn't the only place where we can expect some new games. And if you're hoping for a new NFL playoff structure, you may get your wish, girl. According to Adam Schefter of ESPN, the current CBA proposal has seven teams, not six from each conference, making the playoffs. And only one team in each conference getting a first-round bye. And uh, he said that's been agreed to for a long time. There wasn't a lot of disagreement on that issue. Okay. And by the way, if you're in case you're wondering what that would have looked like this year, it would have been uh, the uh, Steelers getting in and visiting the Kansas City Chiefs, who wouldn't have had a bye. Baltimore had it. And then the Rams would have made the playoffs, and they would have visited Green Bay because the Niners had the top spot. So in addition to receiving a first-round bye, teams that clinch the number one seed will receive postseason pay for the weekend they have off. They'll get paid as if they had a playoff game. Interesting. Right now, teams that get a bye, you don't pay, you don't play. (laughs) I messed it up. You don't play, you don't get paid. So this new playoff format is supposed to take effect immediately if the CBA is passed. They won't wait until 2021 when it expires because they'll just rip up the old one and put the new one in. But the 17-game schedule won't come until 2021. So we'll still have the extra playoff team. Now, the preseason apparently will get shortened to three games, which I think is... You know, absolutely, uh, that's a no-brainer right there. But how do you feel about it, Erica? What do you think? 1-800-878-PLAY. Now, there are some people who say this makes no sense. And because it won't add any weekends to the postseason calendar, the people says it'll introduce more mediocrity into the postseason. I disagree with that. I don't think having the Steelers and the Rams in the play, in the playoffs last year would have ruined the playoffs. When I look at, uh, you know, baseball still just takes 10, their top third. Every team in there is good. In the NBA and the NHL, who take 16 teams, there's a couple of bad ones. 14 teams out of 32, I don't have a problem with it, especially since my Raiders kind of teased us a little bit. Us Raider fans thinking that maybe they would make the playoffs. So that would have been nice to keep that hope going right there as well. But, you know, some people are saying, oh, my gosh, ever since, uh, you know, expansion and the way we do it now, the NFL postseason is perfect. It's perfect. And you say, well, Rick, you just said the Steelers were going to get in. They were 8-8. and 
Yeah. And the Chiefs would have hosted them on wild, wild card weekend, and you could have said it would have been a purposeless game. The only purpose would be to make money. Well, I remember when the Pittsburgh Steelers were defending champs and they had to play the Donkeys when Tim Tebow won the West, and the Donkeys were 8-8 eight and eight that they won. So you can't say that there's no way it was going to happen. Because you could say, look, even with all that, the Chiefs and the Niners still would have played in the Super Bowl. Well, if that happens, then, then who cares? It, it just, it, listen, doing well in the regular season to say that it doesn't matter anymore is stupid. You're not going to go 2-14 and 14 and make the playoffs, or should I say 2-15. and 15. And adding a 17th regular season, it won't happen next season, but the season after that. And, you know, I, players, well, this whole thing about, oh, we can't possibly do it, and there were rules like you can only play in 16 games. And this is all in our heads. NFL players could play 25, 30 games a year. Would there be more injuries? Obviously. But don't say it's not physiologically possible. And I saw another critic saying that the margins throughout the league are razor thin and the margins are just imperceptible and giving just one team from each conference the weekend off is too great of an advantage. Yeah, but just think about how much harder you're going to fight during the regular season to get that one damn spot. A lot harder, I can tell you that. I mean, the Green Bay Packers, they just sat there and it fell into their laps when Seattle choked. Did they earn a first-round bye? You're going to say, like, oh, what a disgrace. Did Kansas City earn a first-round bye? Well, they did this year. I wouldn't have cried about it if they had to play an extra game. It, it's just the whole thing, like, does this make it more competitive? And the people who say no, I disagree, because it does make it more competitive. You fight harder. More teams will fight harder not only to get that first round by, but just to get into the door. And once you get into the door as the worst team in the playoffs, you don't even play the best team in the playoffs. You play the second best team. And so I think you got to earn it. I, I really don't like anybody getting a bye. Do you see a bye in any other sport? Does baseball or hockey or any of that? Getting a bye is a, a term now that we are so used to, but I don't think any team deserves a bye. Could you imagine that? The Yankees have the best record in baseball, so they're just not going to play in the first round. <laughs> what? Are you kidding or, uh, you know, the World Cup holders, um, you know, let's say it's Germany, they're, they're, they're not going to play until the knockout stage. Let you scrubs figure it out. No. Now, you can point to the NFL being greedy and everything else, but I, I just, and listen, when my team gets a bye, I love it. And it has happened a few times. Got to go back into the history books. They're dusty. Blow it off. But I'm okay with it. And remember, when the NFL is set to cash in on the new TV contracts, now those almost all line up to get done after the 2022 season. And the consistent $10 million spikes in salary cap every single year, the last few years, you're going to get more inflation adjustments as well. 
So what does that mean? That means the players get paid not just a little bit more money, but a lot more money. And they deserve it. Because do you turn on a TV to see, you know, Mark Davis and Jed York? No, you want to see Jimmy Garoppolo and Josh Jacobs, right? At least in, well, used to be the Bay Area for half those teams. (laughs) But that's who should get paid. So for everyone saying, oh, the NFL is evil and they don't care about their players, just, just shut up. These guys are playing football voluntarily. They don't have to do it, and they're getting rich. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. That's right, annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling today. 800-720-5971. 800-720-5971. That's 800-720-5971. Producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn mild arthritis you'll sleep better in a craftmatic adjustable bed so if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep call now for prices and information and then decide when you see how little they cost discover craftmatic for less up to 50 percent less than today's leading memory foam brand call 1-800-371-9608 
That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. Coming up in the next segment, I'll have Bill Ripken on the show. Apparently he doesn't go by Billy anymore. Billy Ripken. Remember the uh, bat and the baseball card he was holding and at the bottom of the bat on the on the uh, knob, it said F-Face Except spelled out, a couple of them cards got out. Yes, that's probably the most famous thing that we remember about him. I thought he was Cal Ripken's senior son and Cal Ripken Jr.'s brother. He is. Uh, The Combine is coming up. And just want to get everybody excited. Everybody wants to see the 40, or do you care? Every inch and the vertical jump, all that stuff. And Gil Brandt, who has been on this show, the godfather of the of the combine, he sent a, a picture out on Twitter. Gil Brandt has Twitter, and he listed the minimum requirements for everyone at the combine. And I thought I thought it was pretty in- interesting. Minimum combine test results. And I think it's a uh, it's a handy a handy chart to have. And by the way, handy chart that was uh, my favorite song growing up as a kid. Handy chart, my handy chart. He says that for a forty quarterbacks minimum have to run it in a four nine. A four nine. The fattest one. Offensive tackle, he says, has to run a 40 and a 5-3. Really? A 5-3? So less than a second than the fastest guy. I do love the fact that he says for uh, bench press that the quarterback, it doesn't matter how many reps they do. I I do like that. The only other one that he says doesn't matter is the 60-yard shuttle, which is flexibility, balance, and endurance. He says that doesn't matter for quarterbacks. But vertical jump, he said quarterbacks should hit a 30. Broad jump, they should be 9 feet even. And then the three-cone drill, they should be a 7-1-5. And there are other ones uh, as well. But uh, over the past three years, uh, 68% of quarterbacks got under 4-9. So, eh, I don't know. The broad jump, 75% got over the 108 inches. The vertical of 30 inches, 55% got over. These are all minimums right now. 
Now, if you look at some of the best performers across the board, they'll hit there, the Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, Shea Patterson. Well, I don't know. Jordan Love, Missouri's got a guy named Kelly Bryant. Is there anyone who's going to distance themselves? I sometimes wonder if Joe Burrow, if it's even in his interest, outside of the fact of just saying, hey, man, I'm not scared of anything. I'll show you I'm the best. But what if Joe Burrow goes to the Combine and sucks? And, you know, this guy uh, that I just mentioned, Kelly Bryant, looks better than him. Are you going to erase all the video you saw under the brightest lights? Are you going to delete the downtown athletic clubs trophy presentation? Probably not. I don't think so. I'll throw in front of my own people. Eh, all right. If I was Joe Burrow, I'd say, look, I'm going to stay in shape, but I'll just see you at, I'll see you on draft night. And I've already got my Bengals stuff picked out. Okay. I just, I want to talk to them about where I'm going to live. I want to talk to some people who've been there. Tell me what neighborhoods to avoid. Tell me what restaurants to go to. Let's just, let's just get this out of the way. I'm not going to sit here and pretend you're going to trade me. And I'm not going to sit here and pretend I'm going to do a John Elway or an Eli Manning. So let's, let's just forget this mockery. If you're wondering about um, wide receivers, 40-yard dash, that's the fastest time. He says they got to come in at a 4.5. Running backs at a 4.55. So five hundredths of a second slower. How about that? Bench press, he says running backs or wide receivers should do about 12 reps. Now, I believe the reps are 225. Um, I've never liked weightlifting. I always thought it was a massive waste of time. It didn't help me as a player at all. In fact, you just feel kind of bound up. You don't want to be a weakling, obviously. You don't want to have no muscle tone, but you're going to have natural strength as a young man, wiry strength, and it helps in certain areas. So, you know, I'd sit there with a, when we had to lift weights, every, I had to sit there with a dumbbell in the corner and I just would like pretend to throw a dumbbell and then not let go. That's oh, I guess that's what pretending means, yeah. But I remember at uh, when I played college football, I went for my reps, and the way they did it is how many times could you rep your own weight? Now, I was 200 pounds, but it didn't look like I had an inch of fat on me because I didn't. I'm big-boned. That's what the Germans say. But the guy goes... What are you about 170? And I went, yes. And even then, I was like, ha! Yeah, it ain't fun, and I don't like it. Broad jump. I mean, this. Who cares how much your quarterback can broad jump? Remember the tapes of Tom Brady at the combine? He's wearing like these white New Balance nurse shoes, and his hair is hanging over his eyebrows, and he looks like he just woke up and. And you'd say, God, this guy is so not an athlete. Meanwhile, I mean, I knew a couple guys in high school and college that would destroy everything on this chart. But they had no hands, DHB. They had no toughness. They had no stick to They were guys who were always late to practice. I mean, there's so many things that go into it. Now, you don't want to go out there and draft a quarterback who runs a 9-3. I understand that, but as I just said, 68% were able to get under a 4.9. 
But what if your quarterback runs a 5-1? What if Joe Burrow, and Joe Burrow's pretty fast. He's elusively fast. But what if Joe Burrow runs a 5-1? Are you going to fall out of love with him, Mike Brown? Are you really? Eh, I don't know. It says 5-1. How fast do you think Joe Montana run the, ran the 40? Now, he was a good athlete. He was a star basketball player at Ringgold High School back there in Western PA. He was a great athlete. I'm sure it was a decent time. Was it below? Or I remember when I ran a 40, it was over five. And this is <laughs> this is why when my friend said, hey, we got, we can, I can get you a tryout with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. I'm like, do you see the stopwatch? That would be the end for me right there. That would be the end. And maybe on the bench as well if they insist on me giving them 20 reps as well. So, by the way, when it comes to reps – um, defensive tackles and guards, he says, does Gilbrandt need 26 reps? And then defensive ends and offensive tackles need 24 reps, which means that interior linemen need to be bulkier and stronger. You need to have a little bit more litheness. Is that a word? A little bit uh, more speed on the outside. He says defensive ends have to run a 4.85. That means they have to be faster than an average quarterback. Just think about that. Defensive ends now have to be faster than a quarterback. They have to get to them. Get some, and then you get the uh, the 10-yard split, which is just supposed to be initial burst. The funny thing that is, the 10-yard split is almost identical with every position. It Seriously, it's really weird. Like the defensive tackles, those big, beefy guys, the de- defensive tackles are always about a tenth of a second less for 10 yards. That means if you took Tyreek Hill and you took, uh, <clears throat> hell, Solomon Thomas, that Solomon Thomas would be one-tenth of a second slower over 10 yards. What, how, how many plays go for more than 10 yards in a game? Less than half, less than a quarter. That's not how you even design plays. You design plays to usually get you three yards, four yards. That's the thing. You do a running play and it gets you three yards, and you go, well, that was a disaster. And go, well, that's what it was designed to do. That's what it was designed to do. Well, we were hoping for more, but if you draw it up on a board, we can't account for everybody. We expect a linebacker or a strong safety to step up in here, and that's if everybody's blocked. Like, oh, okay. So we'll get the combine going. I think it's interesting what uh, – I think if I'm a player and I look at Gilbrand's chart, I start to panic a little bit like, holy crap, i got to do 26 reps? Well, <laughs> I can do about five or six right now. So these guys, uh, I mean, listen, Gilbrandt may be right, may be wrong. He, as I said, he invented this thing, a centralized scouting uh, fair, uh, if you like, and now they have it there in the perfectly named hub city of Indianapolis, Lucas Oil Stadium, so – uh, just some numbers to think about. All right. When we come back, Bill Ripken will be with us. We'll talk a little baseball. Baseball's been in the news uh, recently, if you haven't heard. Come on back.
We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest price. Prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! Rick Tittle is a majestic stallion. All right. uh, Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you in San Francisco, but coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to be joined by former Major League Baseball player and television pundit Bill Ripken. He has a new book called State of Play, The Old School Guide to New School Baseball. This is available now through Diversion Books. 
Bill, thanks for being on the show. First of all, I were just about the exact same age, and I always thought it was amazing. As I grew up, my dad was my Little League manager, and I played with my brothers. How cool was that to do at the major league level, to play for your dad and then have your bro on a team? Well, what was interesting, I think, about our setup is we didn't, we weren't all together at youth at all, other than traipsing around when dad was doing minor league you know, baseball when we were that age. So junior being four and a half years older than I was, we didn't go to high school at the same time. Um, we weren't obviously on rec teams. And baseball travel basically took dad away from us, you know, when we were kids. So I think the first real good look he got at me and Junior together, uh, or individually, shall we say, playing baseball every day, was when we actually were in the big leagues with him. But it was it was a pretty special time, no doubt. Pretty cool. Now, we'll get into the book in a second, but obviously uh, baseball's been in the news, so to speak, and every day with the Grapefruit and Cactus Leagues, new players are going to chime in on what they think about Houston one way or another. But uh, just in a, a thumbnail about what you think about the the, pun- the punishment and, like, do you consider Fires a heroic whistleblower or a dirty rat snitch? Where do we sit with all that? <laughs> I think for the thumbnail best bet I do is, look, we all know that the Houston Astros went above and beyond the normal, old-fashioned, you know, trying to pick something up like a tell, for example, if you're playing somebody in poker, is what we used to do. And when you put CIA operatives out there with cameras (laughs) and you're trying to decode signs with uh, this, that, and everything else, I think it's very clear we went over the – the threshold there, and I think the commissioner was pretty clear with that when it came to the general manager and the manager of that team when he levied the one-year suspension on both of those guys. So I think as ugly as it is right now, time will kind of diminish some of the things that went on, but I do believe once the Red Sox investigation is over and we get most of this out in the open, hopefully baseball truly will be better for it moving forward. All right, one more thing before we get to the book, and I know you're, you know, the, the Orioles are so close to you for obvious reasons, and you, you still live in, in Maryland. Brandon Hyde is not a name that you know rings true with a lot of us because we, we haven't got to know the guy yet. Do, do you know him? What do you think about him running the O's because they're in the toughest division around? Well, no, I, I don't know him a whole lot. I know he spent a little time with Joe Madden and the Chicago Cubs before he came over here. Uh, they're in a situation – not probably dislike other teams have been on in the past. Now, some of the superpowers usually don't fall that far, but I, I point out in the book, when you're building a team, whether you're considered to be analytical or a little bit more old school, I think you build a team the same way. And if you go back and look at all the World Series teams that have been multiple World Series over the past 25 years, and your Giants certainly fit into that area, they did it with a core of players that they drafted and developed. And whether people claim some organizations do things smarter and better than others, uh, the proof's in the pudding if you want to go back and look through all the teams and starting with the 96 Yankees maybe. But the similarities between how those teams get to the World Series, just like every other team that's been to multiple World Series in the past 25 years is there. So the Orioles, you had Adley Rushman as your number one pick last year. Uh, hear really good things about him. Seems like he's a can't-miss guy and a stud in the big leagues for years to come. But your draft pick this year and next year and the year after, they're pretty much going to lay the foundation for what you're going to do in the future. 
Bill Ripken is with us. The book State of Play, the old school guide to new school baseball. So uh, I'm, you know, I always think, geez, just tell me run hits, errors, batting average, ERA, and we'll figure the rest out. I've I've been slow to embrace some of the numbers like WAR and UZR, things that tell you what you see is is not true, but it's given a rise to people like a Farhan Zaidi or, a, or a, uh, an Andrew Friedman, guys who are good with numbers. And I mean, I remember Dwayne Kuyper saying every GM when he was in the bigs was a crusty old player, and now it's a guy from Harvard. So how, <laughs> where do we sit by, I mean, you don't want to ignore, you know, good analysis, but I just think we're drowning in it. Well, I, I think I'm more inclined to think with you. Um, look, you said, show me errors, show me batting average, and show me, um, um, I forget what ERA. you said. But, yeah, and we'll figure the rest out. And mm-hmm. there's something still to be said for that. Look, old school guys, even the crusty guy that used to be a front office GM, always used numbers and information mm-hmm. at their fingertips to make a plan. And I think I wrote this book because there's been so much talk about the new school, and it's almost implied that the old school baseball guy was a big dummy that really just went by his gut and flew by the seat of his pants you know, all season long, and that's just not the case. So if you give me information, new information, that's useful in my baseball sense, I'll be glad to use it. But if you give me information and I go, okay, that's BS, don't call me rigid or unwilling to change and conform to the new way of thinking because I'm not so sure, one, all the new way of thinking is brand new. I just think they've come up with a way to measure something and name something but I don't think anything in this game's new. My dad said, hit it, pitch it, catch it, better than the other team, and you win. <laughs> and that's still the case now like it was back in the 60s and 70s. Yeah, I agree with you. And, and what's funny is that people say we need managers that will you know, embrace the new style. And so you know, in one year we saw Girardi and Farrell lose their jobs even though they, they won big in New York and, and Boston. Of course, Girardi's back now. But I look at a guy like Gabe Kapler who – some of his players complained that he said that they were saying that the computer is picking uh, the lineup sometimes. And so what do you think about these guys saying, look, I need someone who's, you know, under 40, who understands social media and numbers. And it's almost like you can't teach a new dog a new trick. Wow. I've been using that analogy in my interview setup because you can teach an old dog a new trick mm-hmm. if you incentivize the old dog properly the new dog that's all energy filled and and full of life and all this vigor there's one thing about that dog he doesn't know what the old dog already does know Mm -hmm. so i believe that these two sides should coexist but please don't pick a manager that is just willing to conform to the new way of thinking because what you may pick is a guy that's just willing to roll over and say okay you guys are right What I want to do is an inside-the-box old-school guy that uses numbers and information. You can be my GM. You can send me down all the the outside-of-the-box thinking you want. But when you do that, you have to trust the fact that my thinking is the one that's going to get this thing incorporated into a baseball world. So if you give me 10 nuggets and I take two of them and run with them and we get better for it, we're ahead of the game. But don't look at me on those eight other ones that I send back upstairs and say I'm rigid and I'm unwilling to conform. They just don't work in my world, in the world of baseball. I think that was kind of like with DePoto and Sosha down in Anaheim, right? Sosha was like, get this stuff out of my face. 
Well, I don't know if he said get it out. I'm sure he probably processed. The problem is, like, there's a big thing going on in the game now with the overshift. Yeah. And I think the overshift will work against certain hitters in certain situations. But once again, me being an old school guy that still likes to use numbers, I point out in my book in the overshift chapter, the overshifts in 2012 were about 4,000. Last year, they were about 40,000. Oh. But one of, the, one of the terms that the new schoolers like to use is the BABIP, the batting average yeah. on balls put in play. Well, guess what the batting average on balls put in play did from 2012 to 2019? They flatlined. It's the exact same as it was. So if you take 40 points from one person, you're given two points to 20 other people because it's a push. Players like Freddie Freeman, Cody Bellinger, Anthony Rizzo had faced through 2018, they faced 700 plate appearances against the overshift, which is about a full season, 700 plate appearances. Every one of those guys' average was higher when they played the overshift against them than when they played normal. So if you're taking it from somebody, you're giving it back to somebody else, if the ball put in play, and that's the only ball that can be affected by the overshift, is the ball put in play. And if the average, the BABIP, is flatlined and stayed the same year over year, that means it's a push somewhere. So if it works somewhere, it's giving it back somewhere else. Wow. Yeah, the only Babbitt I want in baseball is shooty Babbitt. Otherwise, <laughs> forget it. Um, you know, I did the uh, Oakland A's pre- and post-game show for, for eight years, and there were times when I would talk to Bob Melvin that I realized that I thought I, would, I knew something and I didn't, that the manager knows way more than me. And I just one example, I remember I asked him after a game, I said, why did you have Adam Rosales try to bunt on the first pitch in that situation? And he said, I told Rosie to, to bunt and miss intentionally because then I thought the next pitch they would groove him a fastball. So that was the plan. So I thought this whole time I thought Melvin was telling him to bunt and that Melvin was stupid. That's the thing. You've got to realize you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Well, here's the thing, and I've made reference to this several times in the book, is the, the new schoolers, I believe, that have come in, the hardcore, they believe one plus one is always two on a baseball field. And it just doesn't work. It's kind of like them trying to spit out the war or the DRS for somebody. And the DRS, defensive run saved, it has nothing to do with an actual defensive run saved. It's some sort of point system that's put in place. And the reason why I say it's some sort of point system is because the people that compute that are not my research guys at the network. Because my guys at the network don't know what all goes into their formulas for every different position they use. So to trust a number and for us to use a number at the end of the year like so-and-so led all of baseball in DRS, it's borderline ridiculous, if not ridiculous, if you want me to say something about that and use it when my researchers at the network don't even know how it's computed because it's locked behind closed doors. No, I know. it's And, the, and the, just one last point. The one that gets me the most is WAR because it tells me yeah. that I can't decide who's better this equation will, and then you're going to use w, WAR against, like, Ty Cobb, who's not even playing. I mean, it's like, I don't, I, it, it's, I hate it. I hate it, Bill. All right, so you're making me laugh because it's almost like you were in the room when I was writing my chapter and you weren't. And the funny part about wins above replacement, and they're above replacement, this is their talk, it's a readily available AAA player or a guy off the bench. 
And Gary Sanchez, when he came up with the New York Yankees, made a big splash uh, for a half a season, had a war, right, at the end of the year. He did well, but he was the replacement player. So therefore, in turn, he was a wins above Gary Sanchez. Um, and, and I just don't quite understand how we can do that. And back to your point, do I need a 10 sitting outside of Mike Trout's name to understand he's the best player in the game? Mm-hmm. I don't think I definitely need that. And then the other thing that will happen, it will happen this year, somebody will be having a pretty good year, and somehow, some way, the metric will say he's in the top three in the league for war. And then someone's going to say, well, he should be in the MVP candidacy <laughs> for the year. And we'll know by watching him play during the course of the year, he doesn't belong in that conversation. But yet people will put him in the conversation because of another behind-closed-door, locked-up formula, wins above replacement. Now you've been listening to a couple of old guys yelling at clouds. Bill Ripken, <laughs> the new book, State <laughs> of Play, the old-school guide to new-school baseball, available now from Diversion Books. Congratulations on the book. As you can tell, you're preaching to the choir, and uh, let's talk baseball again sometime. All right, send the invite. I appreciate your time. All right, great stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. 
dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Hadle is going to go to the air. He's back to pass. He throws deep to the end zone. Batted up in the air. Intercepted by Dan Connors. It was a deflection hit into the air by Willie Brown. And Connors came down with a pass. And the Raiders stopped the Chargers without six, without even three on that drive. cares about anything else when you've got Rick Tittle on the radio. Oh, thank you for that. I appreciate it. And uh, look, Billy Ripken, he's a couple months older than me. And um, I didn't play Major League Baseball, obviously. He did. And some of this stuff, like he hates Bapit. We both hate WAR. That's the one I get the most pushback on, especially like people under 30. They think WAR is the be-all and end-all, and that really shows you how good somebody is. Eh? Anyway, yeah, Brandon Hyde, by the way, is the new manager of the uh, Baltimore Orioles coming over from the Cubs. He was a former coach with the uh, the Marlins uh, as well. So eh, do a little bit of uh, rebuilding there. He once played for the Chico Heat Shout out to NorCal. All right. Lyle Lovett, Tim Allen, Carlos Menge coming up. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. 
Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. All right, we are back. Hour two underway. By the way, you can watch on twitch.tv. That's through your computer. And uh, you can also go to the Twitch app on your smartphone. Just download that, and it's all free. Just look for Sports Byline USA. Uh, We got uh, Tim Allen coming up after a quick break. So Tim will be on the show in about three, four minutes. You might uh, know that he is on a uh, sitcom right now called Last Man Standing which is in its eighth season. Jeez Louise, wow. Um, he did uh, Buzz Lightyear. You might remember that as well. He was Tim the Toolman Taylor on Home Improvement. That was a big deal. The Santa Claus, uh, Galaxy Quest, Wild Hogs. I think you know who Tim Allen is. I'm going to go out on a limb there. He'll be with us. And then uh, we will have the great, the talented Mr. Carlos Menge. He'll join us. It's Mendez. But uh, just trying to be extra Portuguese there. That'll be at 1040. And then in the third hour, Lyle Lovett. Is that the one that was married to? Yes, that was the one that was married to Julia Roberts. And uh, I won't be bringing that up. I usually don't, and it's I've actually had more than you think over the year people who have uh, famous spouses, and I don't bring it up unless they do, you know, because they are people too. What's Julia like? How come the marriage ended? What's her favorite color? Yeah, I don't think that would last very long. Anyway, 1-800-878-PLAY. Big shout out to our troops listening on American Forces Radio Network, wherever you might happen to be, Okinawa. Maybe you're in uh, Belgium. Maybe you're in bloody, bloody England there, right? Can't do that. So, right? Wherever you are, if you're in the military, I'm on your side. You're doing a great job. Stay safe. Come home soon. Tune in app. Buy Heart Radio app. Stitcher app as well. CRN Digital Plus 2. Cable Radio Network Channel 2 and your cable provider. That'll provide you some entertainment there as well. And um, what else? Oh, yeah. Tittle Letting Sports with Rick Tittle on Facebook. Come on back, Tim Allen. Hey, I heard you need some work done on your house. Here's somebody I like. Oh, thanks. Wait, what are you doing? I am verifying your recommendation on Angie's List. My word's not enough? I just like to get hundreds of second opinions. Finding a qualified person is easy. Just check Angie's List. After all, we have info on more pros than just about anybody. Say you heard about a good electrician. We have reviews on them and thousands more, plus ratings, photos, even special offers. Find exactly what you're looking for at Angie'sList.com. 
you're in charge of hiring, and Indeed has solutions, like online skills tests, which let a candidate show that they're the right hire. Indeed will also give you the sticky frog, which will suddenly leap and stick to the face of the perfect hire. Okay, there's no sticky frog. But skills tests, that's a for sure. See why independent research by Silk Road shows Indeed delivers three times more hires than any other job site. Visit Indeed.com slash promo today and get a free sponsored job upgrade on your first posting. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Do you love watching sports? Well, how would you like to be able to take your favorite sports with you and watch them anywhere? In your house, on your computer, even on your smartphone for one low price. With national programming service, you can. That's right, for one low price, so low we can't publish it, you can take your favorite sports anywhere, anytime with you. And we even give you free installation and free premium movie channels. Don't wait. Call national programming service Right now, you could be up and running and watching your favorite sports and shows in just a few hours. Remember, call in the next 10 minutes and ask about our special radio offer and learn about free installation. Call right now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel Nine. Check out Rick Tittle. All right, check me out. Thank you for that. Welcome back. Hour two of three underway. Rick Tittle with you in San Francisco, but coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure now to be joined by comedian and actor Tim Allen. Of course, you see him on Last Man Standing, which airs on Fox Thursday nights at eight. But he is on the road, in fact, in uh, Vegas tomorrow night at the Mirage, also the uh, day after uh, tomorrow as well. Tim, welcome to the show. What, what's it like doing Vegas? Because I would just imagine it's just uh, as about as unique as it comes, huh? Well, I've been doing it. Anyway, thanks for having me on. I was just uh, sitting here thinking about uh, exactly that, how lucky I am to be able to do a tour. I did 44 cities last year. Not as much as my buddy and who's on my show, uh, Jay Leno. He and I both are still 
loving uh, stand-up because really that's how I started. Jay's out a lot. He he, he goes out. I mean, like I swear he's out more than anybody I've known. Mm-hmm. Vegas is a very different situation. For me, I've been working. It was such a benchmark when I was first starting doing stand-up, doing comedy clubs around, especially uh, southwest or southeast United States, which I loved. Uh, Atlanta. I loved doing the Carolinas. It was just my kind of I, weather to be to get out of Detroit. But when Vegas was always like, yeah, let's you know Vegas, and I did the Tropicana, Caesars, uh, uh, Venetian, and now I'm at the Mirage, and it's. It's a, it's a, it's the entertainment mecca. That's what it was when we first started out. And the, but the crowds are very, they're, you really got to work them. You got to work them because I said this is, it, it's beautiful rooms, a beautiful room at the Mirage. When I've been doing this probably five years, moved across from the street, and there's nothing like working in Las Vegas because we have a lot of options there to go see material, and especially Friday night show. If people either coming in for the weekend, so you got to work them because this is the either they just got off work, or they're they they've been there and they've been doing a little bit of gambling and a little bit of the partying. So it's a very different than going to concerts. Like if I go Midwest and do well, Keegan, Illinois, let's say, and they're there to see you, and it's a concert and it's a theater and it's a much different environment. I, I like Vegas because it's close to Los Angeles, and I've always been a Vegas guy. No, it's got to be a lot of fun. Yeah, you got like, I think the last time I was there, there was eight different Cirque du Soleil's. I mean, there's just a million <laughs> options going on. It's, if you haven't been to Las Vegas, especially lately, it's just an entertainment. And plus, I'm taking my family this time, which is, which is not, it's not unusual because if I'm there two nights and I'm there Friday and Saturday night, the Mirage, there's so much else to do. And my, well, they're going to go to some shows. My wife goes to shows, and the, the food is incredible for some reason. I don't know where this came from. And all of a sudden, I've been there when it was the buffets. It was always shrimp cocktail. It was always <laughs> whatever rich people ate, we ate a lot of it in Las Vegas. You know, it was these shrimp, endless shrimp cocktail buffets. But now it's just absolutely A plus food, A plus shopping, and then A plus entertainment. Well, at least I think so. No, it's fun. And, you know, a, a great question, I think, for someone like you, Marty patting myself on the back, but you've been in the business so long that it used to be working the colleges was great because everybody was, was liberal and they'd laugh at everything and they weren't so stodgy, but Whew, now, now I know, and now colleges, they give you a list, no transgender jokes, no religious jokes, no political, I'm like, well, what's going on? No, this is, this is I, we'd had this conversation last night on the set, we shot, um, uh, we're on hiatus, we just finished three more weeks of season eight, which is amazing to me. And we were talking about it between some of the young actors that were on the, we did a big scene, a bowling scene. So we just sat around in between takes. And I just said, I used words I can't even use talking to you. I mean, I'd have to have a long process. Like I'm, I'm talking about the word mm-hmm. and you have to do this and you have to abbreviate it. And I said, when I told them all, go look at this. You have to look it up. It's a Lenny Bruce bit he did in, I think, the 60, 59 or 60, about what the staff was in a restaurant. And you can't, I point to it because it changed my life about what words, it words it, when I grew up, it was sticks and stones can break our bones, but words will never hurt us. Right. And my mom said that all the time when we were being bullied or, especially by my older brothers, mm-hmm. but called you names. And it meant something. Now it's completely on its ear. Words mean everything, and actions are take a backseat. 
and all of a sudden you have to explain words that you've used. That's not what I mean by it. There's no intent by it. And it's what I don't like is thought police, people telling me what my intent is. Yeah. I'm not saying what I'm that the word isn't egregious. If you think it's egregious, that's great. But I do not mean that by this. I use it as a, 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 a expletive. And it said, I don't know what happened. I find it. I find it because I'm a politically kind of savvy guy, philosophy major in college, if you will. And I've looked, I look at uphill and jokes for me, jokes. I, I go uphill and I try to find out where the source of material is. And then from the source, I can make a joke. But when I go back there and use it, I have to explain. And this one I can say, when I was a kid, we had a lot of cats. So when my, we were being babies and babies in the house, my mom would call us little pussy cats. And that's shortened to being little pussies. You guys, come on. Mm-hmm. And that's, this, these days, and it all was about cats. It had nothing to do with females. <laughs> and I, I used to, I have to say this sometimes on stage. If this comes out, this is what I mean by it. it's a cat reference. Because my mom thought that we had this big cat mm-hmm. named uh, T- Tigger or something. And every time he got near it, it just rolled over. <clears throat> See? You're being a little pussy cat. I want you to get him, get out there and figure out how to do your chores or whatever it was my mom said. And you have to all of a sudden explain this stuff because people go, why are you saying that? I'm not being offensive. On the other hand, well, I always I said this to my daughters, and I almost said it to this group last night. Men, why would it? Why is it so strange that men, you know, all we talk about, all we think about, all we design our lives are is, is for the approval of women somehow. We always talk. That's all men talk about. Mm-hmm. And yet, do not call me a woman. I think it's the weirdest thing. That, hey, quit being a girl. You'd think you'd go, hey, thanks. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I'm yeah. glad you did that. I don't know where the politically correct thing came from. The dangerous thing is when it's I hear it and I write it down, and when we're writing our political slant on our show, you write, I watch all three cable news networks, and how often you hear the word we think. Yeah. We see this. It's obvious to us, and I always I'm yelling at the screen. Are we talking about the four of you in that counter you're talking at? Or I don't like being included in in groupthink, especially as a comedian. But on this, on the flip side of this, the same thing is the same political parties. I underneath it all, I've always been grew up with seven, six brothers and two sisters, and I I, I know the male perspective so well that it's I'm oblivious to it but the real politics to me is men and women and it's always been that way and it's funny that this this last this last tour I got off I'm able to talk about how amazing women are and how little I know about them and I've, I've raised daughters I came from mostly boys and now I've got daughters and I'm still like oblivious I'm watching them communicate and going I have no idea why this is so important to them <laughs> And someone listening to me right now is going to take an issue with Tigger, has no idea that's Winnie the Pooh. Right. Somehow, someway, it's going to get you in trouble. It's, it's crazy. It gets you in trouble. I said, and who is the police of this? That's where it gets a little bit where I get, I made these jokes about there's a people on a Diaz wearing berets that make a decision <laughs> for you. I went from the, trying to plant trees in, in, in low, just unattractive neighborhoods in North Hollywood. Where, I'm, where my business is. And to try to put trees in, you go up against a deus of unelected people that I, I make jokes, they look like the Communist Party, where they're deciding what kind of trees I can give them. <laughs> said, and they came up with these 
they're unelected people who have a group think of what they think. And this is how Los Angeles got all these palm trees that don't really belong here. When you have what feels like a good idea, and we said, I was joking about this with a group of people, the two parties to me represent, it's a designer and a contractor. Contractor being represented by the conservatives, and the designer is the liberals. The 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 designer will go, I want windows that are 40 foot tall where the sun shines in the living room. The contractor goes, well, that's not really going to be possible without moving the roof line and all the joists to the outside, which is going to be pricey. I don't care how you do it. I just want it beautiful. <laughs> and the contractor goes, well, I'm not sure that's actually going to work. Just make it work. And then then later on, the, the designer goes, it's twice as much money. I don't have the money. Well, you asked me to make it work. This is what it costs to work. And I said the practical application of this, and that that is where I get into these conversations on the college level. Don't even do them anymore. There's most of my contemporaries won't even do colleges because you have to explain so many things. This is what I meant by that. Yeah, and then companies are so panicked about losing money that they let dumb people win. Like I remember Max Bredo said, "Who will find the chink in the armor to stop Jeremy Lin?" And they go, "Ah, oh, you said chink. You're racist." <laughs> And then the guy at the Australian Open said, Serena Williams is using guerrilla warfare. Racist. Wait a minute. You no, know, it's a different word. That guy almost killed himself after he got fired. He had so much hate mail. I get it. And I said, this is, I, there's a part of me that's an anarchist as a stand-up comedian. That's what I, I love about stand-up comedian is tell joke, get check. There is no middleman. So I'm, I'm working without a net. And literally... What I do to diffuse it is I'm going to say a bunch of these things, and here's what I mean by that. So you cannot tell me that I'm telling you you might not believe that I believe that, but I'm not going to be. I'm not offensive. It's not really that. I, I use ex- expletives. Definitely my show in Vegas is not for 18-year-old and under. I don't like doing this in front of my daughters. No, mostly because I use F-bombs now and then. That's basically it. My wife disagrees. She goes, a lot of this stuff kids shouldn't hear about babies being born and mm-hmm. uh, male body parts, the, how ugly they are and that sort of thing. But it mostly it's about relationships and me growing up. And I have to, when I have to explain this stuff, if you, as I tell the staff on my last man standing, when you have to explain a joke, it's no longer a joke. Right. And I said, this is where... I said, there, there's, I think Kevin Hart pushes it. I, I know Dave Chappelle pushes it. Jim Gaffigan's smart enough that he's able to bend around the rules because he just has smart humor. I'm not that smart. My, my, I'm, I'm, the guys that I loved was Lenny Bruce, who, again, it, it finally destroyed him. You know, mm-hmm. He got too serious about his comedy. And prior, you know, he changed my life. Every time I saw him in, in person, he was able to be self-effacing. I didn't know what, obviously I know what race he, he presented himself at, but he was past all of that. He was so funny, I didn't know what he, he was just a, a wonderful man. And that's what I love about comedy, when it gets into the center section, that's something we're all relating to. I just want to get in. If you come into comedy shows, don't be so sensitive. Open up. This is about getting, this is about getting laughs. There's nothing about this i don't want you to laugh i want you to laugh as hard as prior made me laugh changed my life as hard as i i loved laughing that hard there he is tim allen wish i had more time remember to check out last man standing in its eighth season on fox thursday night at eight but this weekend at the mirage check him out friday and saturday if you're a sun devil down there in tempe go to gamage on the ninth and then june 5th in amarillo 
at the uh, Civic Center and June 6th in San Antonio at the Majestic Theater. Tim, man, I would love to have you on again, man. We were just getting started. Anytime, buddy. Thanks for having me. All right. Good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable Bed. So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Now you see that evil will always triumph because good is dumb.
Tittle always goes commando. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast, border to border, and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. We are here for you, and uh, hearing uh, from the uh, NBA after seeing what happened in the All-Star game, and uh, being discussed as an option in the G League and the in-season tournaments is that they will keep the Elam ending. The Elam ending was described as an unbridled success, and what that is is at the end of a game, there's no shot clock. There's just a target point, which means fouling people on purpose to stop the clock doesn't help. Hmm. So at the beginning of the fourth quarter... Clock turned off. 24 points were added to the total of the leading team. First team to hit that mark, which was ultimately Team LeBron, won the game. There could be some tweaks. The biggest involved what actually the target score would be. The league reportedly considered 38 or 35 points. They settled on 24 as a tribute to Kobe. Uh, that's a pretty low target considering how they score in, um, in all-star games. But a wider spread adoption, the notion of a potential use in other forms, and they said the G League is the natural um, guinea pig uh, experimentation that you can try it in and try it in those in-season tournaments as well. But as I said, compromises seem possible. You could use the Elam ending and the uh, G League showcase. But bringing it to regulation games, I think it's pretty... Uh, unrealistic. The question is, as I said, you know, after the first dead ball whistle and time goes below four minutes, the clock just gets turned off. The shot clock, that is. Now, the Elam ending was invented by Nick Elam. Nick Elam, not Jason Elam, the kicker, Nick Elam, because I, I had to look this up. I'm like, I have no idea what where where we get that term. But Nick Elam is a middle school principal, and he is a member of Mensa. Do you know what Mensa is? Mensa is a think tank for, quote-unquote, smart people. I guess they are. He's now a professor at Ball State University, Muncie, Indiana. Proud alums include David Letterman. But he apparently spent quite a bit of time crunching the numbers on how to keep the normal flow of basketball going until the end of the game. And uh, the founder and CEO uh, of TBT, uh, these tournament-based games, said when we tested the Elam ending during our playing games last year, we were floored by how much the fans loved it. What Nick taught us is that deliberate fouling happens in 50% of games, but it's only effective 1.5% of the time. So fans are having to put up with a strategy that sucks up time and rarely works. Data aside, the energy in the arena during the the Elam ending portion of our games was awesome, and those teams were seven wins away from $2 million, and um, uh, someone uh, had to make a shot for $2 million, and that was what's great about that moment. So what do I mean by crunching the numbers? What did that mean, crunching the numbers? Well, as I said, He's a professor at Ball State. He's also a middle school teacher. He helps students resolve school and home-related problems as well. He is also a groundskeeper at Great American Ballpark for the Reds. So he has to deal with weather and grass and dirt and bases and everything else, chalk lining the field. 
but he's just a diehard basketball fan, and he set his sights on solving the fact that the last few minutes of a basketball game take three hours because there's a million fouls. And he said, like many sports fans, I enjoy playing armchair commissioner and weighing the benefits of possible rule changes. No more rushed or sloppy possessions or hopeless heaves by trailing offense. No more waving the white flag. No more late-game clock controversies and reviews. I actually think it's a pretty cool thing because the perceived advantage of fouling to stop the clock, it allows teams to make the comeback using hard-nosed defense and efficient offense rather than numerous fouls and you know prayers for missed free throws. So what started as a conversation that he had during the 2004 Elite Eight that now turned into Elam's third job, well, fourth job, he says that he's now logged over 1,000 NBA college and international games over the past few years to prove that intentional fouling just does not work ever. He said in 400 NBA games he logged, the trailing team that resorting to fouling lost the game 98% of the time. Well, that being said, I think we have to point out, obviously, that means that they're losing at the time they're fouling. But 98 is pretty big. He said college teams that fouled lost 96% of the time. And he said, quote, A few have raised the concern that buzzer beaters would go by the wayside. Like most basketball fans, I also love when a game ends with a meaningful made basket, and my proposed format will treat fans to many more amazing finishes, end quote. So, as I said, not only does it eliminate the dreaded late-game fouling, but it does keep the quality of basketball from declining, and every end a shot is made. So the theme of a real, authentic, anti-gimmick ending to a basketball game, that's not bad. And Elam concludes, I really believe this idea is, all caps, the big one, and will change the basketball change the game of basketball forever simply by preserving the natural style of play that we already love. We will look back on foul-filled endings a few years and wonder, how did we let this go for so long? Well, I give him credit. He came up with a great idea. I have one for college football that will never be put in. But when you see the Elam ending, I had to look it up myself. just want to let you know just what the hell that is and where it comes from. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back and we'll talk a little soccer with the head coach of the New York Cosmos. Sarah's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. Driving cross-country with two young children is ambitious, to say the least. Then our check engine light came on. We pulled into O'Reilly Auto Parts and they tested it. Turned out it was a faulty sensor. They referred us to a great mechanic just down the street and we were back on the road in no time. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 What if you could change one thing about a room and it changed everything? A completely new room by changing just one thing the floor Now, during Lumber Liquidator's flooring huge winter sale, you can find hundreds of quality floors on sale, like solid hardwood and waterproof, at our absolute lowest prices of the season. And with special financing, you can make that change sooner than you think. These are the floors homes are built on. Lumber Liquidator's flooring. Winter season is January 1st, 2020 through March 31st, 2020. Mabbitt has gone forward with Stewart to the right, Lineker and Howes to the left. Is Gascoigne going to have a crack? He is, you know. Oh, I say! once through a tennis ball at a donkey. All right, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. It's great to welcome back to the program the head coach of the New York Cosmos, Carlos Mendez, and uh, the pride of uh, Old Dominion. And I've had a couple of your fellow alums on the show. I've had Mr. Cash Cab, Ben Bailey. I've had Kent Bazemore. Haven't had uh, Justin Verlander yet, Carlos. Oh, not yet. Soon, soon, hopefully. <laughs> 
Now let's let's talk about the Cosmos because they're they're kind of in in limbo right now, right? Yeah, well, we're you know currently just preparing. Obviously, we've entered into the, uh, the fall season of Mesa, so you know we're we're, we're active. We're doing a lot of uh, you know speaking to a lot of players, and obviously we we're looking to sign a few guys to see about loan deals, things like that, and then build the roster for you know June when we'll have guys come in and really start uh you know getting ready for the you know for august and for the fall season where where do you guys stand now with the united states soccer federation are you guys friends yeah i mean uh, we're, we're happy to be you know playing and, and obviously we have to go about our our business and focus on what we're doing you know and, and my job is obviously to put together the best team for the club and and try to uh you know try to bring another championship back to New York and, and, and Nisa this year. So, I mean, we have to focus on that. And uh, I know there's a lot of other things going on. And, you know, there, there's been a lot of stuff in the past couple of years, but things that we can't control and, and really that uh, we just have to worry about doing what we love most. And, and that's, you know, the guys playing. And, and for me now, have an opportunity to coach uh, the club again. And that's something that, yeah, people should know. Not only were you uh... – rehired as head coach but now you're sporting director or as we say in this country general manager and i would imagine that it's a double-edged sword because on the one hand you'll say to a player hey come play and they're like wait what what level soccer are you playing at but then you show the crest and it's like oh here's the crest that you know play in beckenbauer and kinalia it's like it's like it, it it's uh, it's probably a little bit tough and easy simultaneously if that's such a thing yeah, well, I think I mean I think that the players that we, we we bring in, and I think the level of play is still a very very good level. And when guys come in and kind of see how they are treated, you know, I think in terms of the day to day and and the level of players we have, regardless of what you know leagues we've played in, um, even you know when I was playing in the NASL to um, to last year, you know, we we have professional guys that have played at every level. So I think it's uh, you know, I think when guys it's in that sense, like you said, the crest and the club and the history of the club obviously help us bring in players. And then just the way the, the club has been run and, and ownership, you know, really uh, cares and, and takes care of them. And that's uh, very, very important, obviously, to guys. And, and it's, it's attractive if you're a player looking for a place to play. And are you in the Lamar Hunt Cup? Where were you drawn? Uh, we won't. We can't. We won't compete in the in the Open Cup. And, because of obviously we didn't, you know, because of the fall season and not participating, we won't be able to, you know, mm-hmm. to play in it, uh, unfortunately. But that's, you know, it's just the way it went and the way the application went. So we'll uh, we'll, we'll be focusing on, you know, summer and, and the fall NISA season. You know, it, it, your your boss, and he's been on the show many, many times, Rocco Camiso, and, and amazing that he now runs Fiorentina. But he still is committed. I mean, this club, basically, the Cosmos went away, and he wouldn't let that happen. And he's an American dream story, a self-made uh, millionaire. But what is it about a guy like that that, I mean, he? no one would blame him if he said, look, I'm in Florence now. I can't, I can't deal with the Cosmos anymore. What about the commitment that this guy has to keeping this club alive like this? It's incredible. Like I said, that's why we're, we're lucky to, to have uh, just, you know, he's, he's, he's an unbelievable person unbelievable owner and uh again he cares a lot about the game he cares about soccer in the u.s uh, you know he cares about the new york cosmos and wants them to do well so on our end in terms of whether you're a player you know staff coach you know you when you have ownership and ownership that or an owner that's behind you like this and supports you and 
and is is fighting for you know for for everything to to move the club forward. I think um, you know that's something that we were very lucky. We respect a lot, and and, and obviously um, you know happy to be a part of. So you know we don't know what the future holds. We'll we'll see. But I know that uh, I've enjoyed my my time as a player and now as a head coach, and uh, very very lucky to 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 work under you know Mr. Camiso and, and MediaCom. Couple more questions for Carlos Mendez, the uh, head coach of the New York Cosmos. Do your coaching, let's just say tactical philosophies, do they stay fluid? I mean, you're like, I don't want a four four two. I want a sweeper. I'm going to run a Christmas tree. I'm going to run wing backs. I'm going to do the pearl. I mean, how do you do? You change up? Yeah, I, I think you. I mean, you have to be open minded. I think as a coach, I'm, I'm learning that you know. Uh, Every every situation, every game is a bit different, and you know, as a, also as a club, you know, we rosters, you know, we you change players year to year. So I think you have to have an open mind to see, you know, what kind of personnel, what kind of players you have, you know, what what system fits best, and and the conditions you're playing in. So last year, you know, throughout the year, we we definitely changed formations where we we, we would play with three center backs and we played four at the back and things like that because we felt like it was. Uh, depending on who was available was, was best for us and, uh, and and it's important because I think if players feel comfortable and, and are able to move in, in different systems then you can also use that you know use that to your advantage and and, and really uh, make it complicated for the team so you know it's something that you have to work on it's, it's not easy I, you know players will get used to a system but if they're open-minded and you kind of you got to give them the freedom to change things up. I think you, you get the best out of them, and that's something that we, we try to do you know, as much as possible with maintaining the, the way we want to play and you know, having possession of the ball, doing all the little things that, that the club is, is known for. I always think that it must be hard as the, the gaffer when you come up with a formation that you think is going to work. And like anything, maybe it doesn't. And you know 10 minutes into the game that your five-man midfield was a mistake. So you can shout instructions and trying to tell people to move around, but if the personnel doesn't work, you know at halftime you're going to make a sub. Every blue moon, a manager will make that sub in the first half, and then that guy is humiliated because it looks like he stunk so bad he's coming off in the 23rd minute. How hard is that when you know that you want to sub a guy but you can't, or do you just do it anyway? It depends. I mean, I'll tell you this much. It's just the the most difficult part of coaching is managing and thinking about you know uh, you know decisions you make and, and of course they're not always the right ones and like you said you get into a game and uh, whether it could be an injury that completely changes things for you and you have to sub somebody out or uh, things just are, are not working and, uh, and and finding that balance so it's uh, I don't think there's a, a straight answer to that in the sense of you know there could be a situation where you have to make a sub in the first half or, or you just your your team's really against it, and, and you have to make some some type of move, and that could be, you know, you don't have to sub anybody, but you could change formations in the middle of a, a half just to get through, and then you kind of go go over things, uh, you know, at halftime and, and readjust. So it's, uh, I think if the, the answer to that one is much easier being a player when you when you go out and you and you worry about what your coach tells you and about you you know doing doing your job and your role. And now as a manager, you have to think about the big picture and, uh, and and making changes quickly if, if that's uh you know if that's what the team needs so uh I'm, you know like i said it's, it's been a great experience for me i'm learning as a coach and i've been very lucky to have incredible staff and incredible people around me that you know even every day in training that that we're i think we're feeding off each other and, and trying to grow if i gave you a choice between attacking down the wing let's just say you had the personnel for either attacking down the wings and putting in crosses to a big number nine or 
playing the midfield through the middle of the pitch and trying to walk the ball in? Which one would you prefer? I think, uh, you know, I think being with the club, uh, for me, I love to have the ball on the ground to play, to, to try to be dynamic and have a lot of movement through the midfield. So in a perfect world, I think, you know, that's for, for me as a manager and even as a player, I, I would love to just, try to, uh, you know, break teams down, have possession of the ball, and, and be dynamic. So, you know, again, that, that depends on who you have and what kind of players you have. And uh, There's absolutely nothing wrong with being a team that's, you know, dangerous on, on, on the wings, that can that can hurt people with, you know, with outside backs and, and, and put balls in the box and be very effective that way. So it really just depends on who you have. But I think, you know, in the past year, we've kind of had players that are good in possession, comfortable on the ball, and we try to uh, maintain – you know, uh, control the game that way. Finally, VAR. I mean, when <laughs> when you think about what those three letters mean, and and we know why it was put in. We put it in for you know justice, and you know let uh, red cards be red cards, and simulation be yellow cards. And is did the ball go over the line? Did it not? But it's just been pilloried because we've seen it. The, the vagaries of, of humans, um, nothing is perfect. And if someone has a handball, the other one's not a handball. And it just stops the beautiful game. It stops the flow. What do you think about video assistant refereeing? I, you know, overall, I'm, I think it's good. I think it's good for the game. I mean, there's, it's definitely not perfect, like you said. And there's going to be situations where um, I think, you know, they don't get it 100% right just because of uh, the interpretation of the game and, and the way it goes. But I, I think for the most part, it does, it does help. It, it does really get, um, you know, it, 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 I, w- I would say, I, I don't really know what the percentage is, but off the top of my head, probably 75, 80% of the calls I think are, are the right calls and, and uh, it's good for the game. So not perfect. And I understand, you know, every, every situation is going to be interpreted differently and, and it may go against you, but, uh, for me, I'm I'm a fan of it. I think it, you know, it has helped, and, and it gets a lot of things that, you know, were maybe missed in the past. It gets them right, so it's a it's, it's a positive thing. You know, I know you're uh, you're American, but you're also, you know, you got uh, Portuguese nationality. Just one last question: as a Tottenham fan, how long do you think Mourinho is is he going to flame out, or is he going to be there and bring in some silverware? I hope he's going to be there, and uh, you know he's obviously one of the most successful coaches, and, and uh, he's been, you know, he's been in the situation. So I think that if there's anybody that's going to get him out and, and kind of start building the, the, you know, getting them back into rhythm again, I think it'll be him, and uh, hopefully he, he can do that. But it's, uh, yeah, it's obviously at that level uh, a lot of pressure, a lot of uh, a lot of decisions to be made, and we'll see. Uh, you know, the team, the club has struggled, but. Uh, it's a big name, and um, you know he's 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 been successful almost everywhere he's been. Speaking with Carlos Mendez, he is Mr. Cosmos, the former captain, uh, now sporting director, to go along with being the head coach. Hey, Carlos, always great talking soccer with you. Best of luck to the Cosmos, and uh, hope you see you guys uh, very soon. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break and get on back.
We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. That's right, annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling today. 800-720-5971. 800-720-5971. That's 800-720-5971. Producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term hi i'm dr robert clapper chief of orthopedic surgery at cedar sinai medical group in los angeles california dedicated to your health your life and your sports as a weekend warrior you know about sports injuries and pain exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries but when you are in pain there is one product that i recommend to my patients and that is blue goo gel blue goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains i recommend blue goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery especially bursitis and tendonitis give blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. You guys will wear jerseys for teams that you're not even on. (laughs) But you think you're on the team? You'll be like, yeah, last night I guess we just didn't score enough. Last night I guess we just didn't play enough defense. We? The Redskins don't need you. Okay, that's like me watching Grey's Anatomy in Scrubs.
getting your granny panties all in a bunch. We got Rick Tittle up in here. We got Rick Tittle up in here. We got another hour to go, and uh, Lyle Lovett is going to join us. And what's dumb is, because I'm not really that big of a country guy at all, but I think, hello, love. That's San Francisco's own Chris Isaac. That ain't Lyle Lovett. Do you know any Lyle Lovett songs? Anyway, Lyle Lovett has four Grammys, and he's in a couple of halls of fame. The guy is incredibly talented. We'll talk to him. Now, uh, yesterday we mentioned briefly that offensive uh, tackle Greg Robinson was uh, arrested at the Santa Blanca border checkpoint in the United States and Mexico. He was actually with Quan Bray, who is a free agent wide receiver. Well, we found out that he had a lot of marijuana and that he could be arrested for intent to distribute. Adam Schefter of ESPN has now reported that Robinson and Bray were in possession of 157 pounds of marijuana, which was inside several large duffel bags in their uh, vehicle that they were driving. And so now they face some time in the pokey, which would be 20 years. Ouch. Now, uh, Robinson, we talked about him, how he was, you know, the number two overall pick of the Rams after what he did at Auburn. Just an amazing player. It just hasn't worked out. He went to the Lions. He went to Cleveland. They got rid of him. This guy, Bray, he also played at Auburn. guess that's how we know each other. He's bounced around three different teams. He did play in the Alliance, and he played in uh, the CFL. But uh, anyway, 157 pounds of weed, and you're just going to drive it right across the border. Apparently not. I'm Rick Tittle. we got another hour with Lyle Lovett. Come on back. even recognize myself anymore I'm really worried about him his addiction I haven't seen him like this ever hey look I I never wanted to start using I I knew the drill but I was out of options I I just want to tell him it's not your fault there are people out there who can help people who have felt your pain they know what you're going through this has to stop I'm losing everything Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. 
Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. And we have another hour together to talk some sports, at least till 1140. So about a little over a half hour. I'll bring in Lyle Lovett. But um, let's get in. Let's get heard. You know, it's funny hearing that um, Melvin Gordon says he wants to go back to the the Chargers. Well, LaDainian Tomlinson, who was just on my show about a month ago, he was on NFL Network and he said, I think this young man ends up in Miami. And you think about what Miami is preparing for. They got an older quarterback and Ryan Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic, I should say. And there's talk about them drafting a young Tua. With that being said, you need a running back like Melvin Gordon who can churn out yards for a team that hasn't been able to run the football at all. When was the last time we've seen a dominant Miami team run the football? Ricky Williams, right? Melvin fits that void Power runner, guy with speed, can do a little bit of everything. So I think Miami is the team. That's just, I don't know. That would be kind of fun to have a job or you could just say whatever you wanted like that. You know who else does that? Me. <laughs> but still, my the, what LT says on national television is going to carry a lot more weight. And then I'm sure people in Miami are like, what, we're getting Melvin Gordon? What are we giving up? And he's like, wait, I'm going there. What, what's going on here? Blah, blah, blah. They can do that. Uh, as well. But uh, we're here for you. Uh, 1-800-878-PLAY. And um, got a little bit more. Somebody came out against Mike Fires, which we'll get to on the other side. 1-800-CLIFFHANGER. 1-800-878-PLAY. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app. As I turn to my left and look into the cameras here of uh, Twitch television, and uh, you can also uh, get in uh, as well uh, at uh, the Twitch app. By the way, seven years ago today, the PS4 came out. That's very, uh, it's a glorious day, the PS4. Seven years, that's a really good run. That has sold more units than any other console except one, and that's the PS2. I'll save that for Sunday night. Come on back, Lyle Love at this hour. Isaac, you missed the winning dunk and cost your team the championship. What are your thoughts? Well, I switched to Boost Mobile and got a super fast network and four free Samsung Galaxy A20 phones. So even when we lose, I still win. It was an easy, fast break and no one was near you. You know what's fast? Boost Mobile's super fast network. They're calling your shot the greatest miss in history. Boost Mobile's prices are never a miss. I even get four lines for $25 per line per month. Oh, look at that. The fans are burning your jersey. Yep, the fans get it. My Boost Mobile network is in fuego. Switch to Boost Mobile and get four lines for $25 per line per month with unlimited data and four free Samsung Galaxy A20 phones, all on our super reliable, super fast network. Step up with Boost Mobile. New customers only. Limited time offer while supplies last. Requires one port from eligible carrier and activation. One free device per line. Customers who use more than 35 gigabytes of data during a billing cycle will be deprioritized during times of network congestion. Offers and coverage not available everywhere. See BoostMobile.com or retailer for full details. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. 
Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a He's so handsome. He's a genius. All right, thanks for that. Muchas gracias. What's going on with you? Let's talk some sports. 1-800-878-PLAY. So, spring training camps, they are open. No shortage of players being asked about the Astros, being asked about Rob Manfred, and every day there's a new person who chimes in. Even the even uh, mild-mannered Mike Trout was upset. Not everyone is against a Manfred, though. Today at Red Sox camp down in Florida. Big Poppy was down there, and he was wearing Red Sox gear. He had the Oakleys on, the backwards Red Sox hat, and he basically told people to chill on uh, Manfred. Uh, said to chillax. And he said that Mike Fires is a snitch for going on record with the Astros' sign-stealing scheme. What he said was, I'm mad at him. After you make your money and you get your ring, you decide to talk about it. Why didn't you talk about it during the season when it was going on? Why didn't you say, I don't want no part of this? Now you look like a snitch. Well, it's true. Pedro Martinez called Fires a bad teammate for blowing the whistle. Now, those are two Red Sox icons who uh, have... uh, had their feelings known about fires, and coincidentally, or perhaps not, the Red Sox are under investigation for their 2018 World Series championship. A ruling is expected any day now, 
and that wouldn't have happened without fires. And that is a common complaint about fires. Why did he wait? And while it's fair to say that his motivations were not entirely noble, some people will say better late than never. And uh, some people will say he actually deserves to be commended because if he doesn't go on the record, then the sign-stealing scheme doesn't become public, and then MLB takes no action, and that the sport of baseball is in better shape because of him. I could argue against that. I could say there are a lot of people who've lost interest in baseball. I think, uh, what's the use? Because there's probably something else going on we don't know about. Hinch and Luno were complicit. Astros manager and GM, respectively. And, um, you know, then fires didn't know they were going to get fired. But you rat out uh, teammates that are your current teammates for cheating. That would go over much worse than ratting out former teammates. Going public is never easy. It's, and I, I still don't think Mike fires, you know, he's just like, oh, yeah, they were cheating over there. Oh, yeah, they're banging on trash cans. I remember three other people said that to the investigators as well, and they refused to go on record. Actually, I take that back. They didn't do that to the media members. And then after this came out, then the investigation happened. But three of them would not go on the record, so they couldn't go public with it. The, the real problem here is that the Astros cheated. That gave fires a reason. To, I mean, if you hand somebody a gun with bullets in it, and then they shoot at you, you go, what are you doing? Like, you, you gave me the gun. So no sign stealing, no scandal, no punishment, no blowback. Everybody still has their jobs, right? I mean, what if Ortiz was part of that Red Sox team in 2017 that lost the ALDS to Houston? Do you think that uh, maybe he would feel differently about it? I just know that nobody likes a tattletale. They they don't, and it's, it's not a, um, you know, it's not something that... Uh, I say noble or whatever. People just don't like him. Now, when I was talking to Bill Ripken earlier, we talked about how Joe Girardi was out. Now he's back in. And, yes, he is back in. Uh, Joe Girardi is the current skipper of the Philadelphia Phillies. They went with the young analytical guy and Gabe Kapler last year, and then they said, forget that. Well, Girardi was asked by the New York Times, what do you think about this whole deal, Houston? He said, quote, how do I know for sure that anything they did actually benefited them in a game against us? I don't know that. I don't know what they did. How do I know? Had they not done it, they would have swept us or we wouldn't have swept them. For me to assume that I know I think is not healthy, to me it's wasted energy. I've only got so much in a day. I'm not a kid anymore. Well, Girardi also said, that he considers the punishments to be light, and that's $5 million and two first and two second-round picks. Um, and so he went on ESPN last night, did Girardi, and he said, there are some people that lost their jobs that really were the people that had to pay for it, but there were a lot more people involved too. The financial gain for the players is substantial if they have big reasons because of this. So there's no so if there's no punishment for them, I'm not sure that it stops. I'm really not sure because the financial gain, similar to the steroid era, is very similar. 
if you know it's coming and you have a big year and you're a free agent, there's a lot of money to be made there and players want to take care of their families. I'm not exactly sure what the right answer is, but I don't know how much of a deterrent it is for players right now. There's not a huge deterrent for players, and I think there has to be uh, to make sure it stops. End quote. Well, listen, yeah, they gave immunity for their honest testimony. And players were always going to be the number one resource for the investigators Ron Manfred uh, hired. But remember, the Yankees got rid of Girardi following the 2017 ALCS. And Hal Steinbrenner said after, he was getting fired even if they won the World Series. And what did they say? Communication issues. He's there for 10 years. Joe Girardi's a year older than I am. Uh, but he spent two years away. He was hung out with his family. He was a part-time TV analysis. And he interviewed for a few openings, and then the Phils brought him in. I just think it's funny, the Phils, they're like, we want the young analytical guy. No, we want the old school guy who's won before. The Phillies were the same team when they had Larry Boa said, oh, my gosh, this guy's too much of a red butt. We need somebody who's soft. And they get Charlie Manuel, and they go, Charlie Manuel's too soft. <laughs> it's just, it just goes on and on. Now, here's another thing about um, the, the whole deal with immunity is that the Players Union, which is in a very interesting spot here because they're trying to protect Astros players, but they said that immunity wasn't promised. They said any suggestion that the association failed to cooperate with the commissioner's investigation, obstructed the investigation, or otherwise took positions which led to a stalemate in the investigation is completely untrue. We acted to protect our rights of our members, as is our obligation under the law. This is a pivotal time for our game, and these are critically important issues. How the parties handle the next several weeks will significantly affect what our game looks like for the next several decades. The opportunity is now to forge a new path forward. Well, Manfred said that they wanted immunity. And then MLB said um, that's not what was asked for. But look, we know what happened. It's just a matter of, it, I mean, it was given. It's just the, the issue now is whether they asked for it or not. And it doesn't matter who initiated it. Nothing's going to change. But I just think the union is always like, wait, 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 we didn't ask for it. You you gave it to us. Like, no, you asked for it. No, we didn't. Does anybody care about, <laughs> about that? The, the CBA, by the way, runs through the next two seasons. It ends after uh, 2021, and then I think the, the major shift we'll see, hopefully we'll have uh, labor peace, but the major shift we're going to see at that point is I think probably um, players talking about getting a piece of the pie, and they won't worry about you know off days and back-to-backs and all these other things. It would probably be more of a deal like, you know what, we would like to uh, actually get a piece of this pie. Bring on the pie, girl. All right. Come on back on Byline. Travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right. 
Call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003, 800-485-6003, 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Why did you kiss my ear? Why are you holding my hand? Where's your other hand? Between two pillows. Those aren't pillows. Tittle ain't the man, but Rick Tittle know who the man is, and he slapped his white fanny. I slapped it, girl. I'm a slap loud, love it, fanny coming up in the next segment, so to speak. 1-800-878-PLAY. 
Uh, interesting that I mentioned Larry Boa because um, he was in the news yesterday talking about this. And he's an old-school baseball guy. He was on the 94 WIP morning show in uh, Philadelphia. And um, uh, he said, uh, you know, when, when we was asked uh, if uh, you were, you know, managing today or you were playing today, would you throw at Astros players? He said, yes, unequivocally, yes. There wouldn't be any doubt in my mind. And I would be disappointed, especially if it was against the Dodgers, teams they literally took the title away from. I don't like seeing anybody get hurt from the neck up. That's a no-no. But you got the knees, you got the leg, you got the ribs. I'd probably get in trouble for this, but that's how passionate I am about the game of baseball. People don't realize the hard work you put in to get to that point. It may only come up once in your career and to have it taken away like that is uncalled for. I do not believe in throwing at people's heads. You could kill someone and end their career, but there's a lot of room between your kneecap and your ribs. And to me, you have to send a message. These guys took guys' jobs away. These minor league guys that came up and pitched, they get hammered, and they went into Houston. Some of them never came back to the big leagues. And he's concluded, the message would be, if you guys want to cheat, then you got to pay the price. If you want to cheat and try to get signs and take food off my table, then you know what? There's going to be some payback, retribution. That is the bottom line. And uh, he said, I'm appalled by it. If I was a commissioner, I would have said you guys are not champions, and I would have given it to the losing team. There it is. All right, let's go to my man Charlie in Manhattan. What's up, Charlie? Hey, Rick, how you doing? Good morning. Um, uh, yeah, just this whole thing with this uh, with Houston Astros. The more and more I read stuff about it and, and this, uh, just the day by day, I'm thinking this is going to be more of a distraction for this team this year. Uh, I, I, again, I don't know how that will impact them on the field, but it seems like there are going to be a, a number of incidents where people will be uh, opposing teams will be wanting to exact their pound of flesh from them. Um, so I, I find it hard to believe that this will not cause some, uh, I don't, again, who knows how it will play out during the regular season, uh, how, how it, what they wind up winning and losing there. But it just seems like it, maybe it was naivete on my part, but it just seems like it, this is more of a issue, uh, for them or for the league than I thought. I thought this was something that would just be, um, I don't want to say swept under the rug, but I thought it would be addressed. And then once the season started, or as we got closer to, uh, you know, pitchers and catchers and then spring training, that sort of would dissipate a little. But everything I keep reading and stuff, you know, like Larry Boa and then some, you know, Mike Trout coming out. And then and, and in New York, you know, Aaron Judge was very vocal. Um, Stanton. Um, it just seems like it's, uh, this is going to run the length of the season, uh, in my opinion. I mean, do you have any thoughts about that? Well, remember when this came out, there was no baseball. Everybody had gone their separate ways. And so now everyone's recongregating and everybody wants their initial deal. And it's going to come up every time the Astros go to a new town. And I think, you know, they're going to come to Oakland more than once. 
being a division team. And I think the second time they come in, whoever wanted to bring their garbage can will probably leave mid-home. At some point, it'll go away. But I think each right. time they go to the new city, it's going to come up again. Yeah. And, and on the other hand, with regard with fires, uh, again, I, I, I'm, I'm uncomfortable. I, I'm uncomfortable with what he did just from, just from the way, no, I don't want to say the way I was raised, but just from my own belief system. Mm. But, um, but he seems to be getting more, I don't want to say accolades than, than criticism. And, Again, if he wanted if he wanted to be more uh, have more validity, he should have blown the whistle during the season a couple <laughs> of years ago. Yeah. It would have made, it would have been more impactful than to do it two years or three years after the fact. Um, I don't know. It's, 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 it's just things I read online. Other players, they're, they're they're he's getting more. And then Manfred said that he was going to protect him, which I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure what that means. Well, and then Fire said, I don't need protection. I can protect myself. I'm like, okay. Right. And, and there was, I just read something online t- uh, today about what uh, you hear what Brett Anderson said. He said that when they're asking about the ace cheat, he says, no, we couldn't afford to cheat. <laughs> 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 and he says, did you see our stadium? If we, if we get, you, we're 300 yards away from the fans. You can't relay. We'd have trouble relaying signs and stuff. I, I just thought that was humorous. That's funny. Uh, anyway, all right, Rick. I, I'll do, uh, ask, is, is Lyle Lovett going to have his, his his large band? His backup band, I think, is uh, uh, it used to be Lyle Lovett and his large band. Um, I think that was what his backup band used to be referred to. That's as. great, Lyle Lovett knowledge. We'll have to get into that. Thanks for the call, my uh, friend. All right, see you later, Rick. All right, great stuff. That's Charlie out there in uh, in New York, and um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna get back to Boa a little bit because he did have one more thing to say that I thought was interesting that I haven't heard anybody bring up yet. When they asked him, "Well, how would you punish the team?" He said, I know you can't suspend everybody on that team, but I thought there could be increments where the second baseman was suspended for 30 games. When he comes back, the third baseman, you're suspended 30 games. When he comes back, so you know you don't take all seven, eight, nine, whatever it was off the dime at the same time, but the fact that there's not going to be any discipline against them, and then they come out and say if someone gets hit, the suspension on the pitcher that hits the Houston player is going to be more severe than before. Well, uh, I'm going to say you're giving me nine games and they cheated for two years and they don't get suspended. That bothers me. He was asked about Manfred calling the trophy a piece of metal, which, by the way, Manfred apologized for. But Boa said, quote, Obviously, he didn't play or go through a season to know how tough it is to win a World Series, so it's not a piece of metal. It's something a lot of guys work hard at their entire life, and if you're lucky you'll be able to get a World Series. So when he said that, that was very disappointing. And just one last thing about Boa. He was asked about the Phillies, and he said, I do know, just listening in the clubhouse, comments made, and I understand the players have to be careful because they're playing, but there's a lot of guys that aren't very happy. Believe me, they're not happy at all. They're not happy at the punishment. They're not happy at the commissioner's statement. And again, they're not going to come out and say they have a long season. they got to think about it. But I hear comments, and they haven't been very good. Yeah. Now, remember yesterday, Josh Ruddick said, I wish everybody would just shut up. 
and we're going to shut everybody up. It's like, uh, okay, we'll shut everybody up. Um, I just think it's it's going to suck for um, the fans. I know a lot of the fans are like, look, we still had to pitch. We won the World Series. Get over it. But for the people who are like, man, can I just love my uh, World Series trophy here? Here's what I think is really interesting. In the Pennsylvania 1631 Little League District, they have banned the use of the Astros' name. And the district head, this is 60 miles from Williamsport, of course, where the Little League World Series is. And he said, right now in our leagues, the Astros are suspended. I think about our Little League pledge. That's the first thing that comes to mind. Part of the pledge is, I will play fair and strive to win. Now, there were two Little League teams we heard about in Southern California near Dodger Stadium that were banned. And, of course, uh, that can happen. And the spokesman of that league, Steve Kloss, said, parents are disgusted. They are disgusted with their Astros and their lack of ownership and accountability. And we know there's more to this scandal. What's coming tomorrow with the Astros? You've got premeditated cheating. Wow. Now... Another guy, Mick Peterson, who was part of the Orange County Little League and Bandit, said, I don't think it's right to represent a team that's been cheating. The Dodgers got robbed. It's not fair. Now, the Braves, that team has been banned. The Indians, that's another team that has been banned, obviously. Um, I will say this about my A's. Every Little League on earth has an A's because athletics. I'm always surprised when they show kids – like Manny Ramirez's workout video, he's wearing an A's hat. It seemed like every little kid that played in the majors, he played for the A's in Little League at some point. So far, athletics did not offend people. But I'll tell you what, if the A's had been in this cheating scandal, you bet your bottom dollar they would have been booted out. Because before Astros, Astros, oh, a fun team. We're astronauts. Woo. Not anymore. We don't want 11-year-olds wearing cheaters' uniforms. Wow. Mike Fires. Your big mouth, look how it's trickled down. I'm just kidding, kind of. All right, when we come back, Lyle Lovett on the other side. Are you the type of guy that wants to look put together but doesn't want to spend hours at the mall finding new clothes? So you can look great at the office, on the road, or even just on the weekend with friends and family? I hear you. This is why there's Stitch Fix, your personal styling service that delivers hand-picked clothes right to you. Stitch Fix is simple. Sign up in just a few minutes. Tell them about the brands that work for you and even let them know what types of styles you prefer. Stitch Fix is convenient You get great clothes delivered right to you so you can try new styles on in the comfort of your own home and make a decision without any pressure. And Stitch Fix is on your terms and priced to match your budget. There's no subscription required ever. Keep what you want and send back anything you don't. So, isn't it time you got it all together? Get started today at stitchfix.com. Stitch Fix, personal styling for men, women, and kids. Stitch Fix, personal styling for everybody. 
Nobody thinks twice about getting a second opinion on a doctor or a lawyer. But what about when you need somebody to work on your home, like an electrician, landscaper, or plumber? Somebody doing major work on your pipes definitely calls for a second opinion. So next time you get a recommendation on a pro, get a second opinion at Angie's List. As the authority on local pros, we offer thousands of reviews, plus business info, offers, and photos. Just go to Angie'sList.com. Hey, you want to feel great about who you're hiring, and we second that opinion. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Don't go out to eat. Go out to Ida at Chili's. Chicken or shrimp fajitas are now on three for ten. So hear that chicken sizzle. Ooh, yummy. Or that shrimp sizzle. <laughs> they sound so similar. People laughing and having fun. <laughs> uh, hey, Gary, maybe take it down a notch? It's a bit much. Mm, sorry, sorry. Just kidding, Gary. Live your truth. <laughs> go out to Ida at Chili's for three for ten. That's a starter, fajita, and Coke, all for ten bucks. Together, we Chili's. At participating restaurants only, price may vary in Hawaii. I joined the Army because my father and my brother were in the Army. I thought I'd better join before I got drafted. Son, uh, there ain't no draft no more. There was one? always goes commando thank you for that welcome back to the show rick tittle with you um working on getting lyle levin on the show here in this segment john beeline's tenure as an nba coach is over and the floodgates are now open for stories about uh his not so long strange trip to the pros it's funny just yesterday we were talking to danny tarkanian and his dad started the season with the san antonio spurs in the early 90s only lasted 20 games i remember when mike montgomery Came to the Warriors, and that style just didn't work with the pros. And so this guy, by the way, if he pronounced it the correct German way, it would be byline. Why he says beeline, I don't know. It's E-I-E-I twice. Like E-I-E-I-O. Anyway, we heard uh, that the Cavs were not uh, fond of a lot of his ideas being called thugs, playing songs with the word thug in it, and now finding out that he scheduled a practice on Christmas Day. And um, this was a coach that wanted to practice on Christmas Day. The, the lack of understanding on how the NBA works is just insane. The length of the season, the importance of getting your player's head in the right space. If you're not playing on Christmas Day, 
he scheduled a practice for Christmas Day. And that didn't happen because it got squashed. So if you think about a disconnect from a guy coming from a lifetime in college, 67 years old, there it is. There was a story in The Athletic that uh, someone described him as a dictator, not suited for today's NBA. At Michigan, he was used to teaching the fundamentals. He had long practices, long film sessions for anyone. Coming from the college system, the rhythm of an 82 regular season schedule and the culture of the league is an adjustment because one player said, you can't treat us like college kids, just disrespect for grown men. Another guy said, too college college in college So that was one of the biggest issues the players had with John Beeline was just how disorganized he was. And it's weird because the guy was basically a living legend in NCAA circles there. But if he chooses to go back to the college game, I I think that would probably uh, suit him. All right, we're uh, quite happy now to be joined here on Sports Byline Coast to Coast and Around the World. I'm Rick Tittle with Lyle Lovett, Grammy Award-winning singer and uh, legend in the industry. He is on tour. And, uh, by the way, tonight you can see him down there in Santa Barbara on the campus of UCSB. Uh, The next night he'll be up in this neck of the woods at Napa, the Uptown Theater, on the 22nd at the Civic Auditorium in Santa Cruz, and then uh, in the North Bay at the Marin Center in San Rafael on the 23rd. Lyle, thanks for being on the show. Do you ever wake up and not know what town you're in? (laughs) You know, I I love this part of California. No, I always always know where I am. I I don't always know when it is, but I don't know where, where it is. And, and uh, I, I really do always look forward to being in this part of California. I tell you the the whole you know the whole Central Valley, uh, getting to drive across it uh, and see all the agriculture. You know, I grew up on a farm at home uh, in the in the Houston area, and so I, I love to see, you know pe- people don't people don't always uh, agriculture is not the first thing people think of a lot of times when they think of California. And I I love being in in this part of California that feeds so much of the country. No doubt about it. The breadbasket of the United States, the Central Valley. Is is it for you? Is it still a a grind or is it kind of a you make it almost sound like the road is a relaxing place? Oh, goodness. Yeah. No, I love, you know, I love playing music. Mm-hmm. I played music was what I did for fun when I was a, growing up. And and uh, it was just a dream for me to think that that maybe I could do it for a living. I mean, I never, never really considered it seriously. And uh, growing up, but but uh, no, I love I love playing music. I, I love playing music. I, the, you know, what, what's great about it is the people you get to work with. You know, I get to work with some of the just the best musicians in the world, and and uh, this acoustic group that I, that uh, uh, we have together on this tour, uh, I'm getting to work with uh, an old friend that I hadn't worked with since 2006, Jeff White, originally from North Manchester, Indiana, but he's just a real veteran in the in the business he's played with Vince Gill for 30 years and he's playing now with Allison Krauss and he's part of the Earls of Leicester and he's just a you know he's just an icon in the world of bluegrass and a wonderful flat picker and mandolin player singer and I'm working with Luke Bullough on fiddle got to work I've worked with Victor Krauss on bass since 1994 and you know I just uh, I admire those guys so much uh, they inspire me every night we have a young dobro player named Josh Swift on stage with us uh, on this tour. It's the first time I ever, I just met Josh three weeks ago, and he, he's just tearing it up. And he, he got his start with Draw Lawson and Quicksilver. So it's kind of a 
kind of a bluegrass group we have together. That's what I was going to ask. How much has your, because we're all, you know, a, a bit eclectic. We have different interests, and as we grow, some of our interests change. How has your music changed over the years? Well, it, it uh, gosh, you know, I, I think really my songs are, are consistent, uh, consistently my my point of view, and and uh, uh, and I hope that's what makes them, you know, sort of distinguishes them from other songs. But but uh, but uh, my musical tastes have have always been pretty broad. You know, growing up, uh, my parents' record collection had had uh, Ray Price records and and Ray Charles records, mm-hmm. and and uh, uh, you know, uh, big band records and and uh, rock and roll, and so. So I, I was exposed to lots of different kinds of music early on, and I've been lucky over the years to work with people in the business, record company folks and and management folks who have uh, you know supported my broad taste and kind of helped me to do whatever I want to do. Why, why do you think it is that? And I don't know this for a fact, but it seems like per capita, the Lone Star State just gives us so many musicians, and it's like you're born with a guitar in your hand down there. You know, I I, I I was inspired by singer-songwriters who were, were making records when I was in high school, people like Guy Clark and Towns Van Zandt and Willis Allen Ramsey and Stephen Fromholtz and B.W. Stevenson and Michael Murphy and Jerry Jeff Walker, people that I could go, you know, I could go see them play. They, 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 they still play, they had national record deals, but they played a lot around Texas, and I could go see them. Uh, I... I the, songwriters like that you know just just their legacy uh is 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 one reason there are so many singer songwriters from texas but another reason i think is because there are just lots of places to play there are places you can i mean you you can you know if you have the notion to want to play and sing i mean you can do it you can go get a gig somewhere and and i think that that uh um you know that that really inspires lots of young folks because uh, it's a real possibility. It doesn't have to just be a pipe dream. I mean, if you want to do it, you can go do it. Very cool. We're speaking with Lyle Lovett. He's uh, on the road once again, LyleLovett.com, to check out if he's coming near you. The uh, the new album you're working on, and it's been about uh, eight years. Did you kind of just take a an intentional <laughs> break, or were you just waiting until you got a bunch of new songs, or what? Well, it, uh, both. both, <laughs> both. Hmm. Yeah, you, it always helps to have songs. You got to have some, and writing is hard. Writing songs is is hard. Right. Uh, uh, I you know the, my last record was the was the, the last record in my original uh, recording contract uh, with MCA Records and Curb Records, and and so my last record fulfilled my my recording deal, and uh, it was the first time I I was at 2012 was the first time I was a free agent uh, since 1985. Mm. And and uh, so I I really just wanted to take my time and think about who I might want to get in business with, and see see who who might want to get into business with me again. And uh, and so I wanted to take my time and get to know folks and and search out the, the exactly the right place. Uh, and wanted to have a chance to to write songs and and uh, make sure I was ready to record. And and so I ended up uh, ended up uh, uh, get, getting getting along great with the folks at Verve Records. A universal label MCA that I was on originally uh, was a universal label as well. So, uh, so in a way, it's like uh, you know being being back around family and and having a, a new start as well. I'm always uh, astounded at somebody. I mean, it's hard enough to be 
a you know Grammy award winning singer and have a long successful career, but then you're also a successful actor as well, and you've been in a lot of stuff. Did you take acting like a fish to water, or was it something you really had to work at? Oh gosh, you know, you know, it was Robert Altman, you know, the great director mm-hmm. Robert Altman, who who gave me my my first acting work really, and and uh, he he just called and and uh, introduced himself over the phone one day, and he said, "So you want to be in a movie like that?" And and I said, "Well, yes, sir. Yes, sir. It sounds like fun." And I was a huge Altman fan, but it was really it was really Altman who gave me a chance to do some acting, and and uh, uh, and I and I I really you know I don't I don't. I don't act that often. I, I just I had a, uh, I was thrilled to uh, uh, to just be in an episode of of Blue Bloods, one of my favorite television programs, mm-hmm. and and uh, just aired this this past Friday night, and we and we shot it uh, earlier this year in January. But I, I, every time that I've got gotten to do a little acting, I've enjoyed it. I've, I've enjoyed it. You know, I enjoy watching the process, and I enjoy uh, seeing how other people work. And it's just a, an education every time, and you get to meet. Once again, you know, you meet really smart and talented people. I mean, uh, Ian Biederman, the the writer and producer who was responsible for my being on the show, was you know a joy to talk to, and we, you know, he he improvised dialogue for me as we went uh, uh, in some cases, and and all my scenes uh, in Blue Bloods were with Donnie Wahlberg, and he, what a gentleman he was. I mean, just made me feel really at home and really welcome. So it was a, I I I, I have fun when I get to get to act and and i feel you know i feel like a, a, a visitor every time i do it because you know playing music and and being on the road with my band is my i've always thought of that as my real job yeah well i the, one more question for you I, i've always found that the way you carry yourself is is very open and friendly and you seem to be enjoying what you're doing and and there's like uh, a humorous side to you i mean like being in walk hard to the judd apatow film with a dewey cox story i mean <laughs> just you, you you like being in stuff like that don't you well, and I do, I do. Well, that was what a great, what a great movie that was, and and uh, uh, and it was, you know, it was uh, Jake Kasdan who directed that, and and I had worked with Jake's father, Lawrence Kasdan, mm-hmm. uh, uh, in, in the past. I mean, he and he, you know, uh, gosh, Larry, you know, Larry uh, would come to my shows, and 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 uh, and he 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 invited Kev Mo and me to do a song together for for his his uh, uh, film Mumford. And and, uh, and 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 so Jake, I knew Jake, you know, I knew Jake since he was a boy, and and I was just thrilled that he, you know, he would think of me to be in that scene with, and it was, you know, I got to work with Jackson Brown and and Jewel, and and then Ghostface Killer. It was the first time I met uh, Ghost uh, from the Wu Tang Clan, you know, mm-hmm. and first time I'd ever uh, certainly sung with him, and and uh, that was, it was just, you know, and John, I'm just such a fan of John C. Riley's and. Mm-hmm. What what fun. it was just pure fun. Great stuff. It's always pure fun to check out Lyle Lovett and his acoustic group. Remember, LyleLovett.com will show you the dates, and you go into April and you're talking about Boise, Cheyenne, Ithaca. If you're uh, in the sound of my voice in Santa Barbara tonight on campus, on the 21st up in Napa at the Uptown Civic Auditorium in Santa Cruz on the 22nd, then the 23rd at the Marin Center in San Rafael. Lyle, pleasure to have you on the show. Congratulations that you're still going strong, and hopefully we'll catch up down the road. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for helping us spread the word. No doubt about it. it. I'm Rick Taylor. Come on back. She said, yes, he does. The preacher said, I pronounce you 99 to life. 
son, she's no lady, she's your wife, and I can't remember how I met her, seems like she's always just been a Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851-800-439-7851-800-439-7851-800-439-7851. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt. Call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Do you love watching sports? Well, how would you like to be able to take your favorite sports with you and watch them anywhere? In your house, on your computer, even on your smartphone for one low price. With National Programming Service, you can. That's right, for one low price, so low we can't publish it, you can take your favorite sports anywhere, anytime with you. And we even give you free installation and free premium movie channels. Don't wait. Call National Programming Service right now. Right now, you could be up and running and watching your favorite sports and shows in just a few hours. Remember, call in the next 10 minutes and ask about our special radio offer and learn about free installation. Call right now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. Uh, what kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. 
Now, back to Fat Boy. Thank you for that. The other day when I was talking about how NBA draft picks, I'm like, eh, you know, top three, top two. And we're like, no, they're important. Are they really? I mean, uh, I was looking at, you know, Marcus Chris with the Warriors. You know, he was a top ten pick. Had trouble even. The Warriors actually got rid of him at one point before they could get him back. But in that same 2016 draft, Dominic was just telling me that he heard that Dragan Bender from uh, Croatia, the seven foot one center, he has been signed by the Warriors on a ten uh, day contract. He was the fourth overall pick in the draft uh, by the Phoenix Suns. And he was the highest-rated international prospect, and he could shoot the ball all over the place. And he was the Suns' highest pick in, like, 30 years. And he was playing with Devin Booker and Marquise Chris. They were the first NBA team in history to have three teenagers on the floor at the same time. And then he and Giannis, the only 18-year-olds to to play at the same time. Well, there was a uh, a game. I remember a few years ago that the Warriors beat the Suns by like 40, and Bender was their best player that night. So that must have sat in the minds of uh, Bob Myers and Kirk Lacob and Steve Kerr there. All right, Kirk Lacob, is he still there? Yeah. Uh, thanks for tuning in. That was a really big shoe. There's no doubt about that. We'll try to do it again tomorrow at 9 a.m. back then. Man, I hope we don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.